0: the the waiting. Welcome to Comically Inclined! I am Danny Stewart, the Nerd King, founder of Comically Inclined, and your host for this podcast.
1: And I am Blake Hickman, the digital media director, and Danny's, uh, other half.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The the other half of the show, the other half of my life, my, (laughs) my business partner extraordinaire. Blake, how have you been? We took a couple of weeks off there.
1: We did, we did. Uh... It's good. It's good. Uh, got a lot of news. Got a fun top five, as usual.
0: Yeah, so we are doing top five science-based characters. Now, Blake interpreted that as characters who got their powers because of science. Um, I interpreted that as characters who um, created their own powers through science. Uh, but hey, our we, list will both be about science-based characters.
1: We all know how I always, you know, understand the assignment. so
0: exactly exactly uh, and also our human relations specialist extraordinaire and uh my uh our fact checker uh ben should be in the comments soonish ben uh say hey when you get in there um cool uh blake do you want to uh do you want to give us some uh, some news
1: oh i'm ready let's fire up the rumor mill
0: there's no audio for rumor mill <laughs> okay
1: cool and rumor mill is here uh
2: no right off the bat
1: patrick stewart you know he kept uh quiet uh for so long before he we got his debut that drove everybody crazily wild uh in theaters for dr strange multiverse of madness but now he's getting a little bit more vocal for uh future stuff uh we didn't know if that was going to be a one and done thing we're gonna get him in secret wars but uh he states that he and ian mckellen are not done so that means that we are also going to get his reprised role as Magneto back in a future film. And I'm almost certain it's going to be Secret Wars. I I'm, I'm guarantee you.
0: Yeah, Secret Wars or the, uh, the the Deadpool movie. I mean, it's definitely possible oh, that we'll yeah. see.
1: I forgot about that.
0: You're see correct. the the uh, tag team duo of Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian yes. McKellen. Well, Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen in the, uh, yeah. the Deadpool movie, which I'm sure will be played for a fun little bit.
1: Oh, I, I guarantee you're right. You, I mean, you have to be because, yeah, I completely forgot about that film.
0: Yeah. Billy Rhodes, good to see you in the comments. Deontay, thanks for stopping by. Deontay of Saturday Night Nerds. Uh, two Saturdays from now, I will be on their show discussing Ant Man, uh, cool. Quantum Mania. And uh, our good friend from Otaku Cast, Connor Reese. Connor, good to see you. All right.
1: All right, see what next we get on the list. Uh so there was a four issue run just released by Marvel Comics. It's a Daredevil and Echo crossover. And most are thinking that they did this on purpose to just tease what the next Daredevil crossover is going to be on a Disney Plus series, which is we've all kind of figured he's gonna be an Echo. Uh and there's there's just way too many things leading to that. But it's kind of kind of nice to think that you know we maybe are getting even more of a nod uh, of us leaning toward that way. And uh, it's, I think also it's rumored that Daredevil will have a, another new suit in that series as well. So,
0: Well, I think we're getting uh, probably the red and black suit uh, that he had for a little while there um, uh, in the comics. And uh, um, it was a really cool suit. So I'm kind of excited to see that on the big screen. And I think we'll probably get a classic Daredevil suit again, too, similar to the Netflix uh, oh, costume. Really?
1: I really enjoyed the golden red one. I yeah. really did. Me too. Uh, I really did not expect them to pull those colors off uh, on live action and they look so well and not cartoony.
0: Yeah, it, it was a great transition from the the red uh, Netflix costume uh, maintaining that, but also you know honoring the original right. colors of the Daredevil costume. So yeah, it was really cool.
1: Uh, also, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, he's been going around heavily rumored as the next Bond. Uh, finally, he speaks out on that, says it's super flattering, but not true. So uh from what we hear and what we've been told on the bond issue is they're actually just trying to figure out where to go with the storyline on the next bond, and there's not really been anyone uh cast to portray the new Bond or it still be Daniel Craig as continuing the role.
0: Look, I i can write a Bond film in like ten minutes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> World's in danger, it's a spy. Yeah, um cross crossing take, somebody over. Yeah, Bond's trying to live a normal life, uh his his house gets blown up or whatever. Yeah. Uh just pick 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 item, pick personal item. Uh, anything but his car. Right. Uh, Bond's maybe fallen in love again. Uh, you know, yeah. actually, this yeah. was... Um, he tries uh, to kill uh, him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out that the the villain isn't the villain. It's actually someone else that Bond trusted. And yep. uh, uh, there's some big scenes, some big action, some flying. You know, Bond there's explosion. a plane with a gun on it. Some explosions. And there's um, always
1: going to be a machine gun pop out of the hood of the car or on the fenders.
0: Right, and there's going to be some gambling uh, and a oh, martini. Definitely. Uh, Dry, shaken, not stirred. Because that's not how you make a martini. But...
1: uh, (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, So let's see.
0: Uh, White dude with a British accent.
1: (laughs) So here's something I'm pretty excited about. Something we haven't seen. So as we all know, we get a lot of Funko releases before movies come out. Or at least we get teased uh, what the Funko is going to be before it's released. Before a lot of these uh, films and movies come out. So we have a new Funko Pop being released of Groot, and it's uh, him actually creating and having—I guess not to say powers, but creating, creating something we've never seen before and never seen him do. So uh, he actually gets—he grows himself wings, and he's able to fly. Or, or, and I don't know if it's actually like wings. I think it's more of like wings to glide, like a glider. Yeah, more of a glide thing because it's just a stationary, like kind of almost like the Spider-Man, you know, kind of way it's under under webbing. But, That's uh,
0: like you see the um the tropical uh flying trees of uh the rainforests, you know, where they their their leaves and branches are so close together that they just fly across, you know, as right. opposed to just growing out of the dirt. It makes sense. Also yeah.
1: out out of the new trailer we did get to see him grow out multiple arms holding multiple guns, something we've not seen before as well.
0: Yeah, Billy, I want to respond to that. I'm saying that stirring a martini is not how you make them. Shaking is, it's not an instruction. Like, if you're like, hey, I want my martini shaken, not stirred. That's how you make a martini. Like, it's yeah. it's, it's really condescending to tell a bartender, make my martini shaken, not stirred. You know?
1: <laughs> but uh, anyway. <laughs> so, let's see. Do, 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 do. Kevin Feige, Papa Feige, actually has done a lot of talking this past Daddy? Year. No, Papa. <laughs> so he confirms that we are going to get a slower disney plus series rollout he says you know i hate using the word content but you know when you throw out so much content and he's heard you know some of the fans uh say that they would prefer quality over quantity and he also wants to really get these disney plus series and these disney plus characters the proper spotlight that they need that's equivalent to these in the cinematic films So he's like, you know, I I really, we're going to slow these down. That's why Armor Wars was changed into a movie. That's why Blade actually kind of got a reset on on their plans and stuff as well. Uh, But they are going to be slowing them out to make sure that we're getting higher quality stuff uh, closer to the movies and keep everybody happy than just rolling out a whole bunch of quantity. And he's like, you know, that's one thing that Marvel really prides himself in is how they are above everybody else on taking their proper time and doing the proper quality. So they're kind of stepping back and making sure that they don't screw that up.
0: I, I can see that with Marvel Studios, but that's not the case with Marvel Comics at all. They they throw everything at the wall, hoping something will stick. And I personally, as far as the, the MCU series, TV shows, whatever, just keep turning them out. Turn them out as fast as you can. Uh, I want one a month, uh, and I want a new issue uh, or a new episode at least once a week of some kind of Marvel... Uh, series to to watch, and I don't care if they're not all awesome. I just want to see superheroes, you know, yeah. regularly in the Marvel Universe on screen as often as every Wednesday. Whenever I pick up my uh, my pickup of new comics from the comic book shop, like right. I just I want I want my shows that regularly.
1: I, I, it would be nice, but at the same time, I feel like, you know, they would be putting themselves in a category like DC if they did that, you know, and that's one thing that's really good about Marvel is, you know, they <laughs> pride tried themselves different from DC.
0: I don't think that's accurate because DC waits like five years to put a movie out and it's still shit. So. No, I, th- I think
1: this year is probably the, the only, the year that they put out the most movies ever in their, in history for DC. So why yeah. do we have like three or four DC or yeah, I think three or four DC movies coming out this year.
0: Yeah, but they're all movies that we've been waiting a long time to get, you know. It's true, it's true. um Fury of the Gods, uh yep. Aquaman um, Two. Aquaman two, uh and blue then Beetle. also Yeah. Well blue Blue Beetle's not coming this year, is it? Yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. Um yeah, uh and then Flash. Um yeah. yep, yep. Which, you know they're still saying flash is going to be incredible and i'm willing to i'm gonna i'll go watch it i don't care um i was gonna watch yeah. it anyway even if even if like 90 of the movie is garbage and it's still right. got a guy in a flash costume running around a screen i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it and there's gonna be parts that i'm gonna enjoy and i'm gonna look right. back on and you know 10 years from now i'll be showing it to my you know friends grandkids or whatever so
1: yeah I, we'll go ahead and jump to the flash actually i got that a little bit further down the new trailer we got at the Super Bowl uh so I, I love the memes where they're like are like get...
0: good to see you in the comments fam i appreciate you much love
1: what's up uh so anyways uh so I, I love the meme where it's like hey michael keaton's batman from the new trailer almost lets us forget for just two minutes that <laughs> ezra miller kidnapped people <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's pretty bad uh, uh it, it is uh
1: then we also get uh, we get to see the new version of Supergirl uh, uh, as, as well, uh, and and we actually learn new- how to spell. <laughs> Do what?
0: I said, God Ben, learn how to spell. <laughs> anyway, Ant Man, what were no, you?
1: No, no, no uh, we're still talking about Flash.
0: Yeah, what were you talking about?
1: <laughs> uh, Superwoman. Flash oh Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, Supergirl. Yeah, so uh, we get to see that. Uh, I think we actually get to see the, the new Flash suit version fully from head to toe yeah uh, and then we get to see affleck's batman as well in there uh it's, it's a lot man uh, i'm not gonna lie i'm kind of excited to see it but there's so much in it you with know, dc having the uh the record that they have of their movies i got a feeling it's, it could be so much that's just sloppy uh is it going to be obviously we don't know until it comes out but i mean i am anxious to see it i'm not even gonna lie i just i just hope it works i really hope it works it's already looks way more interesting than black adam i can tell you that
0: dude Just the Keaton Batman is enough. Mm -hmm. It's just that just that alone is enough. Um, Nostalgia wise, you know, when I was a kid, that was the Batman, you know, like we didn't have anything like Keaton's Batman. Right. um, In in the movies, uh, except except for perhaps, uh, you know, uh, Superman, 2, which was a great representation of what Superman was. Uh, and then, and then Keaton is Batman and that was kind of it. And other than that, all of our superhero stuff was just hokey. Right. Um, and it's so, I, 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 I didn't expect to be as excited seeing him in the bat suit as I was like, even, even the fact that like you can, he, he hasn't aged well. Um, so that's, it's very different with the bat suit on. I'm still so excited.
1: Right. Main thing is as long as they don't take the cowl off so you don't see his new ha- his hairline from now since 89.
0: <laughs> well, they do show that image of someone standing in front of the entrance to the Bat Cave and they have really long gray hair. And I was oh, like, uh. it's obviously not going to be Alfred because the actor that played Alfred in that series passed away um, right. unless they're recasting Alfred for this new Batman or for this new iteration of Batman. But if that's supposed to be Batman under his uh, cowl, mm-hmm. uh, the long gray hair. That's that. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, uh, and then uh, what do you think about the new Supergirl look?
0: It's uh, I I like it. It's uh, I I believe that look is pulled directly from the comics. There was a and like Elseworld Supergirl that had the black hair and the the different S shield that that's that what I read has through. on. Yeah, um, so.
1: I, I get so Captain Marvel vibes from this. <laughs> uh, just, you know, dark hair, same haircut, cape, you know, that's a little bit different. That's about the only thing.
0: Well, I know how much you love Captain Marvel, so.
1: Mm, no, I, I like Captain Marvel.
0: Oh, sorry. Yeah, Brie Captain. Larson. Yes.
1: It's just Brie Larson.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It's <laughs> of Captain Marvel. <laughs>
0: But no, I I do like this iteration of Kara Zor-El. Um, I like that they're modifying the uh, Flashpoint storyline where Superman was uh emaciated and had not seen the sun his entire life, and they were keeping him in a base in Cadmus. And uh, he they finally let him out, and he gets to be Superman, but he's Superman who wasn't raised by the Kents. And then that's what we're gonna get with Kara, uh, in this movie as well.
1: Also, and I don't I've not seen anybody talk about this, so maybe I uh misinterpreted what I seen. But so there's one point where you see Batman come out on the bike, and that looks just like Christian Bell's bike. Do you think we'll get a scene with Christian Bell in there as Batman?
0: I don't believe so. Um,
1: Do you you remember seeing what I'm talking about where that motorcycle comes out? That looks just like his motorcycle when it comes out of the back car uh, on the the Bell series.
0: So, uh, not really, because it's got two wheels on the front and two wheels on the back, and the Bell bike was just one wheel front, one wheel back. I um, thought it was
1: one giant wide wheel.
0: I, I actually believe that that is the Ben Affleck Batman on a wow. motorcycle on his bat cycle because he never got one in any of the other uh, gotcha. Batman his his sense. his times as Batman. So I I'm not betting on us seeing more than the two Batman in the film. Um, I, I feel like the uh, the old Bruce Wayne is going to fill the slot of Thomas Wayne from the Flashpoint story. And then whenever they come forward in time, uh, Barry will be sitting there talking to batman and uh we'll see we'll see uh what what we end up with as our batman at the end of that too i don't know are we going to get james gunn's uh new batman at the end of the flash movie
1: oh i wonder if they're going if if they're going to tease do some kind of teaser or even new superman
0: because that's the way that the flashpoint comic ends is that Barry comes back to the main timeline, the new timeline. It ended be a new Fifty Two, but he's talking to Batman, and he delivers a letter to Batman from Thomas Wayne, huh. from when he was in the alternate timeline where his dad lived and Bruce died. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see what how how that closes out, and if it's him sitting there having a conversation with the new Batman.
1: Right. Yeah, I wonder if they might since you know the next thing that Gunn's working on is the Superman thing. I wonder if we might get some kind of teaser for that, or since you know they're kind of changing some of the stuff, if maybe that what's still being at the end of in the Batman, it might be the new Superman or something.
0: Yeah, uh, it it could it could be they they swap out characters. The new Superman would be interesting for sure. It,
1: it would finally get everybody kind of pumped up and talking about it as they're you know making that the next. It even
0: uh, it even works in the context of what we're talking about because in the Flashpoint storyline, Barry hangs out with a different Batman. And in this, he's hanging out with a different super person, a different Kryptonian in a super suit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be that he's then talking to the new bru- the new Clark at the end, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, I got, I think Shiva asked something. If you want to dress up,
0: uh, let me see. Do you think that DC are making different versions of certain movies to make multiverse? crossover movies uh it has been announced or it was announced during the uh the new slate release that uh they're going to be considering things elseworlds so the um the uh robert pattinson batman movies take place in an elseworld scenario uh what was the other one he listed a few things um because they're going to keep a couple of them going right uh yeah what am I talking? What? There was something else. He he listed a few things being in Elseworlds. It was uh that, and then I guess the Blue, the DC movies. Was it?
1: Was Blue Beetle gonna be in an World?
0: And it's Shazam. Shazam is an Elseworlds. It doesn't okay. take place in the new DCU. That's what it was.
1: Gotcha. Uh, so mm-hmm. also on uh DC stuff. Uh, so we get our first pick of Joker and Harley Quinn for the new Joker sequel. Uh, Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn and. It looks like he's like grabbing her face or grabbing her throat, kind of got her pushed up against the wall. Uh, I, I, I'm here, I'm here for it. I love Lady Gaga, so I'm, I'm ready to see her as Harley Quinn.
0: The absolute chaos of the original Joker film, as opposed to being inside of the DCEU, um, being this little world story with with no like Bruce Wayne's in it, but like Batman's not in it. Right. Um, and it's like an origin for Joker, and we're gonna get Harley Quinn as well now, and theoretically we're still going to be looking at a 10 year old bruce wayne maybe an 11 year old bruce wayne depending on how long joker's yes. been in arkham right uh, so we're still not going to get batman in this story uh so then you got to wonder what the movie is going to actually be about um i know that it's shared psychosis is basically what the film's name translates to oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah the joker movies thank you ben the other that's the other elseworlds property um and the, uh, uh, so then I have to wonder, is the whole movie just going to be about Joker's influence on Harley Quinzel and the movie going to end with her becoming Harley Quinn in a similar way that Joker ended with... with uh, What is his name? Uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, his character's name. Arthur? With oh, Arthur, Arthur becoming Fleck. the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I, I, like, you know, Lady Gaga, we've seen her act in... Uh, Oh shoot! What was that she was in American Horror Story?
0: Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't watch American Horror Story, so uh,
1: yeah. She was in American Horror Story uh, Hotel. She is like one of the main one of the main people. Oh, that's Hotel. cool.
0: She was in A Star Is Born.
1: Yep, Star Is Born. Uh, she's a great actress, and and then on she top of that, I think didn't they say something about there, this is going to be like a musical too?
0: Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be musical numbers and dancing and stuff, Right. which I think is again shared psychosis. I think it's kind of them. Them going or her being the Joker and how crazy he is.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, the first Joker that they did was phenomenal, and, and it, as well as they did it on the, the low budget that they did, uh, was just phenomenal.
0: Yes, agreed. Uh,
1: so next on the list, Popify again talks about Fantastic Four. Uh, he says Fantastic Four will be a huge pillar of the MCU, uh, from here on out going forward. So I guess he said also, you know, he's like, you know, everybody's seen their origin story. Uh, you know, he's like in how to make them a huge pillar and to impress people and show them something that they've never seen before in cinema is, is what their goal is. Uh, so I, I guarantee it's going to be awesome and amazing so far. I mean, they know what they're doing. So I mean, I'm just, I'm just waiting for that cast, man. Like I want to know the cast so bad. <laughs> There's just way too many rumors flying around.
0: Yeah. I, uh, what were we talking about? Fantastic four. Oh yes. Sorry. Uh, I, I really got sidetracked, uh, finishing my, my top five list in the last second. Uh, but yes, the fantastic four, I, I, yeah, just give us a cast, man. Honestly,
1: seriously, I'm, I'm ready for it, especially, you know, with him actually talking and saying, it's going to be a huge pillar. I'm almost wondering like, if they're going to kind of take a break from, you know, focusing so hot and heavy on the Avengers, and now we they focus more hot and heavy on the Fantastic Four and then just random crossovers, dealing with random crossovers. And then we just have some of these side story characters.
0: Uh, yeah, Ben's going to be Reed Richards, he says. Um, I could see it, man. They wouldn't even need CGI with your long-ass arms and legs.
1: <laughs> oh, let's see what else we got on the list. Oh, so also uh, Kevin Feige talks uh, about Bucky Barnes. The next thing that we all know that got released during D23 is Bucky Barnes' uh, next appearance is going to be in Thunderbolts. Uh, the way the artwork was uh, given to us on the big screen, kind of looked like Yelena Belova was going to be, you know, heading that group. Uh, and, I mean, pretty much almost everybody kind of was confirming it uh, on their own. But Kevin Feige actually says that uh, it's going to be Bucky Barnes actually leading the whole group. He says, you know, it's a whole bunch. It's a group of people who are don't, don't really think themselves of here heroes. He's like, you know, and Bucky's like the fir- best one uh, that has that mindset. And so him leading it is kind of a trickle down effect of the rest of the people on the team.
0: Yeah. Uh, so he's taken the, uh, what was the uh, Baron Zemo role in the original Thunderbolts, which is that he was the, uh, the, I forget the name of the character, the Patriot, I think. Um, yeah. And uh, he, he was like a, an, a new version of Captain America where he used a sword instead of a shield. Um, So it is interesting that we're not, we haven't gotten the Bucky cap in the movies, but we're kind of getting Bucky in that Captain America role as the leader of the Thunderbolts.
1: Gotcha. I'm super anxious for that one. Like Thunderbolts is going to be fun.
0: Uh, Yeah. I think that's the most important thing about Thunderbolts is that that is just going to be a really fun team movie. Uh, I think it's going to be chaotic, uh it i think it has the potential to be everything that the two suicide squad movies have not been.
1: that's exactly what i was just about to say literally what yeah. i was about to say
0: <laughs> yeah i think that they can you know just not make it about saying the uh the f word in superhero films and uh showing gore and right. make it about an actual like dysfunctional family coming together and uh and saving the day right. uh would be that'd be great i'm into it, it be- you know
1: so, yeah, a lot of, also, uh, we have a lot of people asking, you know, hey, with all the cancellations and the, the DC reboot changes and everything, you know, is Peacemaker going to come back? Is it being canceled? Because, uh, you know, we're not hearing or seeing anything about it, which we, I think from originally when we were given dates and stuff, we should have by now. Uh, so Gunn finally speaks out about Peacemaker uh, Season 2. He says it's definitely not canceled. He said it's just postponed until he gets done working on Superman Legacy. He said right now all of his attention and focus is on pushing out Superman legacy and doing it right. Uh, And then he will pick back up on Peacemaker two after that project is complete and ready to push out.
0: Yeah. uh, I I think that it's almost necessary at this point for the next Superman project to just be a 10. Like it, it needs to be the best thing DC has put out because they have to justify getting rid of a person who is literally Superman. Mm Mm-hmm and casting someone else and it's got to be good like so even if the movie's good like if it was like a seven on Mm -hmm. on a 10 scale of of decent people are still going to be like yeah but fucking henry cavill would have been great in this movie so the superman that we get's got to be believable the movie's got to be incredible um it's it's
1: he, he knows if he screws this up they're still coming back from it
0: right yeah yeah, it, it'll be it'll go down in history as one of the biggest mistakes that a movie a movie studio has ever made. Right. Um, and uh, it's it <laughs> needs to inspire the kind of awe in people that Superman one inspired. You know, the you will believe a man can fly like whenever we first on, got that on screen Superman and it was like suspense suspension of disbelief. And you were just like, holy shit, this really is Superman on, on television or on right. a movie screen uh yes ben superman wasn't british thank you he's also not he's also not uh 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 from he's not
2: Earth.
1: he's not, I was gonna say he's not a human being yeah, so. he's being from the planet <laughs> he's an alien <laughs> oh man what else we got here in the list let's see due to two uh Hallworth's legacy's out uh yes. yeah heather heather's been playing it right I, I haven't played it at all so uh can we get her opinion on her thoughts of it I haven't got to play a whole lot, but so far mm-hmm. I'm liking it. There's a lot to explore. I've been, I've been seeing, seeing nothing <laughs> but love on, online about it. Like people really? are just raving about it. Yeah. We must
0: be in very different groups.
1: <laughs> must be. Because literally I'm, I'm hearing people say like, I'm going to be honest with you, I've seen nothing but positive. What, are, what have you heard about it's negative?
0: Uh, just that it's kind of a basic video game, that there's uh, there's not really a lot involved in it. The, the, the plot's kind of run of the mill. Um, the character creation isn't that great. The uh, gameplay is kind of like, Boring. Uh, oh, wow. You don't have a lot of combination of what you can do. It's basically just using your wand and 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 walking around. So
1: that sounds I've, lame. I've ex- I've, ex- I've explored more than like following the whole quest line. So
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's that's just what I the the general uh, idea that I have I've gotten from other people. I haven't played it, uh, but that um, they spent more time in making the world uh, large and and and. Uh, explorable than they did in making the gameplay worthwhile mm. so as, as as I'll a, as a, know, as a Potter sure. fan i will love walking around in their world um and, but as far as uh as far as a, a video game fan uh, mm. i don't imagine that Beyond getting to see all the sights of Hogwarts, uh, I will I will not get a chance. It's also been, uh, as Billy just pointed out, it's also been heavily criticized for supporting uh, um, J.K. Rowling's transphobia. Um, I don't fall into that um, that whole like uh, need to boycott this one very specific Harry Potter thing. Whenever people like are still lined up around the corner to go to Universal Studios and go into the Harry Potter world, where she wakes way more money off of that than she does the video game. Uh, so you know, you you get you, you don't get to just like pick and choose what you will and won't support on Harry Potter, and then be mad because uh, J.K. Rowling's making money off of this game. It's Ben
1: says it's more open than Elden Ring. He hears no, there's no way. <laughs> you think he's being sarcastic with that? Oh, but
0: Hogwarts isn't even that big. There's no way. Elden Ring's massive. Huh. Like like they have a school like Hogwarts in Elden Ring. It's in like a whole castle just like Hogwarts. And then that's just one part of one world, unlike (laughs) the, like, 12 other explorable worlds in the game. So it's definitely not bigger than (laughs) Eleanor. Yeah, it just isn't. There's no way.
1: Uh, Let's see. Uh, So uh, another Funko that's getting released, we got uh, pictures of, is uh, Captain Carter. So it's what we're going to see her look like from What If Season 2. We get two different versions of her. We get her, like, in a clad tunic. And then we also get a character of her like in a red hood uh, and brown glove. uh, Where? I don't know. It's kind of weird looking at it, but they're saying it's pulled straight from 1602 episode. So.
0: So are we getting like an older version of the Captain Carter? Uh, Like like a flashback? Yeah. Yeah. Probably uh, something that predates the Captain Carter costume. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so 1602 episode, is that from just like the what if series in the comic books, I guess.
0: Uh, there was like a, a, 1692 was a comic series that they did. Um, okay. I don't know about a 1602.
1: They stated 1602 is, uh, they're saying that the, this, what the look's coming from is a 1602 okay. episode.
0: Maybe it is 1602. Maybe I'm, I'm misremembering. If there is a 1602 episode, then that is like a medieval times, uh, Avengers. Kinda,
1: this kind of has a look of like that.
0: Yeah. Cause, uh, that that storyline, like uh, Cap is a knight, and there, I mean, uh, Doctor Strange is a wizard. Like it's it's uh it's just uh, it's the Marvel universe, but it takes place during the medieval period as opposed to the uh, the mar- more modern era. Gotcha, Taylor Burton. Thank you for joining the stream. You know we appreciate and love you, you beautiful mountain man.
1: I, I got my shirt in finally because I decided not to give it to charity this time, and I cannot wait to wear that shirt.
0: Yeah, Ben. Marvel sixteen oh two is what, uh, is what we were discussing. Uh,
1: so, uh, so another thing we have. So Disney is in developing a real musical. Uh, everybody believes they are actually casting. Uh, some descriptions that sound like a skinny Steve, a Peggy Carter, and a uh, a Tony Stark. Uh, and it's literally the descriptions they give is perfect of those. And a lot of people's thinking like it instantly is Rogers the musical. But uh, they're th- but from what it's giving is more of Captain America's life, which is more maybe like the star-spangled man, possibly, because they're asking for, a, you know, like a skinny Steve guy, a, a young person coming into age uh, and then a very uh, decisive and sarcastic person, which, you know, for Tony Stark. And then I uh, can't remember what the description was for Peggy Carter, but it really sounds like more of a actual story about uh, Steve Rogers life and not the actual uh, first battle or the Battle of New York with Avengers.
0: But that being said, they are very proud of that Rogers, the musical song. They I mean, are.
1: Don't get me wrong. I had to buy the shirt because it looks like Hamilton, right. but like, I love how they put the play on that. But, and I love that shirt. It's one of my favorite uh, nerd shirts. But man, that musical, I I would not want to watch that. Musical I would not
0: that. be shocked if they, because Lin-Manuel Miranda has been doing a ton of work for Disney, the creator of Hamilton. I would um, not be shocked if he's helping them make an actual Rogers, the musical that is a play on on Hamilton, but it's, you know... Well, maybe,
1: maybe Rogers, the musical, uh, it will be called that. And maybe the Battle of New York is just going to be, like, the end of it. And, and it starts out with him, you know, Skinny Steve, and it goes up. And then uh, the Battle of New York is kind of like the ending of it, the only part we've seen.
0: Yeah, or even just the midway point. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, true. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. may do it to where he goes back in time or whatever. Yeah,
0: it'll, it'll probably go from his U- his USO years to the end of Endgame. Yeah, yeah. With the old right. and Steve.
1: Well, they, they actually may do it just on Endgame. And, and as where he goes to take the stones back, it stopped there. Just because nobody actually is supposed to know where Steve went. And everybody's wondering where Steve went.
0: And it ends with a scene from the moon. With Rogers yeah. uh, looking down on Earth.
1: With an American flag holding on a pole.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, they need to give us a writing credit on this now. They should. they should. Yeah.
1: Because you heard it here first.
0: You heard it here first. And
1: if they put it on screen, that's because it was our idea.
0: Yeah, that is, you hear it, You heard it first on comically inclined. That is a comically inclined original idea. And if Marvel yeah. uses it, they yeah. owe us money.
1: It will be copyrighted tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think that's all I got on the rumor mill today.
0: Wow, that yep. was a long rumor mill.
1: Yeah, it is some great topics. I feel like, it's, uh, unlike some that you know that they, they they come in a little dreary. Some weeks it's not a whole lot to report on, but uh, yeah.
0: we do get slow news weeks from time to time, but not right now. Uh, this is a this is a great time for nerd news actually um especially with the last of us uh, being on hbo max yes what were you really excited to say
1: uh ant-man 3 coming out thursday we get to go see that yeah i'm I'm pumped
0: like that's tomorrow
1: oh my god it is
0: yeah (laughs) Yeah,
1: oh man I'm even more excited now. I'm not even gonna be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. yeah, you'll sleep during the movie as your usual. <laughs> that's what <laughs> Heather, that's what Heather said. Not me.
1: That was not funny. <laughs> so what yeah. I will do is we'll, we'll watch the opening, or we'll watch the nine o'clock show, and then if they they have one more later than that, I'll just stay again to roll over and hopefully yeah. set a part I watched and be awake from the part I didn't.
0: <laughs> uh, poor Wyatt. He's like I would be pumped. <laughs>
1: Yeah, unfortunately, he's he <laughs>
0: <laughs> If he uh, was
1: here, he knows he would be with us. So.
0: so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she We all know. Oh That's- yeah,
1: Stephen's gonna go with us. No cap. Yep, dead ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you already know what it's about, family.
1: <laughs> yeah, trill. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet that movie's gonna be so trill. <laughs> I, I, it uh, might be the trillest thing they put out all year. <laughs>
1: What does "trill" even mean? I have to know.
0: It means good. Oh,
1: god! <laughs> <laughs> these kid, these young kids, and their newfangled words. I swear.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, Last of Us episode five oh. came out uh, Sunday. Yes,
1: yeah,
0: so um, good. Now it, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, talked about Last of Us, uh, so we we've come all the way from the uh, the. Uh, uh, God damn Last it! Week's
1: episode was Frank and Bill.
0: The yes, yeah, so the two weeks ago was Frank and Bill. Uh, so we've come all the way from the uh, what is his name? The guy that plays Ron Swanson.
1: Oh, that guy. Nick Offerman.
0: We've come all the way from Nick Offerman playing a gay man, uh, in the post-apocalypse to uh, the uh, I believe they were in. Ah, uh, Pittsburgh in the game originally, and I think they're—I don't know where they're at in the mo- the show this this last episode, but uh, man, this last episode was incredible. Uh, actually, they've all been incredible. I've loved every episode of The Last of Us so far. They've been all been very good.
1: Man, I, I like I said, I've not uh, watched the game or played the game, so I don't have no idea what's coming on. And man, I tell you what, the way it ended—I I guess maybe that's something everybody's seen. I'm not really sure if that was a slight change or not, but I hated that. I was hoping we get at least more more episode of. Uh, of the kid and the brother. Uh
0: oh yeah. Super um sad. so th- the the way that they ended in the show is very similar to the way that they end in the game. The circumstances um, are a little different. Like in the game the kid's not deaf um for starters. And uh that's
1: great that they incorporate that, you know, for the people stay-
0: in Kansas City. Thank you Deontay. Uh yeah it's Pittsburgh in the game, Kansas City in the show. Thank you, Ben. Uh and uh I guess the, the reason they didn't go to Pittsburgh in the show is the the, the uh, producer or directors don't like Pittsburgh. They preferred Kansas City over it. So that was like the only reason why they didn't do that. Um, may it, may but yeah, cheaper. so could be. Could be Kansas City's cheaper than Pittsburgh uh, or just in better shape. I mean, I don't know what Pittsburgh looks like. Never been there. Um, I know they've got a terrible football team. Uh <laughs> That ass, thank you shivam uh but yeah it's uh it's it's they're doing a great job of staying very faithful to the game mm-hmm. but making the necessary changes and still telling the story in a way that is engaging
1: yeah i'm, I'm not gonna lie zero disappointment so far what are we five episodes deep though and how, do you know how many episodes are going to be in this first uh season
0: uh no probably eight if i had to guess that seems to be the standard run for uh, right. HBO Max. Billy says Vancouver looks more like Kansas City than it does Pittsburgh. That's why they did the uh, the change. So, that's cool. Hmm. Uh, so like uh, like Smallville, you know, where they're uh what oh, Toronto, Toronto looked more like uh, Metropolis than. Uh, oh really? Yeah, something like that. I don't huh. know.
1: Vince says it's gonna be a ten episode series. So. Cool. Yeah, I'm happy. We're only halfway through. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm loving it though. I love, uh, there's a meme I saved. I'm, I, was, I meant to post it today, the comically inclined, but uh, I'll post it later. But literally, it shows uh, Brad Pitt from World War Z. It shows uh, Rick Grimes from Walking Dead, and it shows uh, Pedro Pascal uh, from The Last of Us, and l- literally shows them all like an almost a similar button up shirt. It says, just remember if there's an apocalypse, I have to have one of these shirts to survive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh Shibam, i've been watching titans i'm behind on the last season that just came out um uh, oh ben says it's nine episodes oh we split the difference um <laughs> but yeah uh i i do wonder where this first season is going to end um and how much how many seasons it's going to take them to uh get the first game yeah to, to get through the first game because if it takes them two seasons there's only four seasons worth of television there
1: hey super dave's in the chat let's go chiefs
0: What's up, Dave? Nice to uh, nice to see you in the chat there.
1: Oh, yeah, man, yeah. So far, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I hope they take three seasons to get through the uh, through the game. I want yeah. it to last as long as possible because they just- can give it the
0: Hobbit treatment. Just stretch it out, you know, mm-hmm. way way longer than it has to be. You know,
1: I'm down. Just don't give us, just don't make us wait so far between seasons.
0: <laughs> that is true. Uh, also, they kind of have to. Uh, they kind of have to get through it one season for the first game, two seasons for the second game. Damn. That's whack. Um, really? but they I feel like they kind of have to get through the series quickly so that um, uh, the character that is playing uh, what is it? Bella, her name's Bella something. Bella Yeah, the character is playing the lady playing Ellie. Her I think her actual name is Anyway, uh, the girl is playing Ellie uh, so that she doesn't get s- too old before uh, they get to the end of the story. That is, doesn't make sense. I, I think, think she's still a teenager through Last of Us too. Right. Uh, yes, Billy, I will count alchemy as science. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I literally have to say Last of Us is probably my number one in my top five zombie movies ever. Zombie series? Z- zombie series or movies.
0: Cool. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah, and that's awesome, because they're not even done with the first season yet. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. And then, uh, Blake, uh, speaking of top five uh, favorite things, thank you for that segue. Uh, this week, we are talking about our top five science-based characters. or <laughs> <laughs> Top five characters that got their powers through science. <laughs> so, <laughs> welcome to top five. Uh, <laughs> Blake, would you like to kick us all off with your... Uh, would meteor rocks count as science? Wyatt, uh, come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Blake, would you like to kick us off with your number five?
1: <laughs> yes, uh, number five, Alistair Smythe. Uh, first introduction for me was in the 90s uh, Spider-Man cartoon. So I thought it was just super cool. He's the one that, is, uh, that made the Spider-Slayers, designed them uh, to go after Spider-Man and kill him. And, you know, they just weren't quite getting the job done that he wanted to do. So he wanted to incorporate that science into his own body, which gave him super strength, weaponry, all kinds of stuff. And he had these, like, badass-looking giant things that came out that were skin-colored on the, the cartoon. And I'm, I'm sure the comics is probably something similar to that. But uh, I don't know. I just always thought he had, had the coolest look uh, with those things coming out of his skin. It looked so natural. Or not yeah. natural, but, you know, it didn't look like metallic things coming out. It was all like he was made
0: that way. Could you imagine being the creator of a robot called the spider slayer intentionally designed to kill spider-man and, it and it would work. Like 10 different iterations and it never accomplishes the one thing you're building it for. Yeah. That'd be like if, if uh, Samsung built phones that wouldn't make phone calls, you yeah. know,
1: <laughs> also out of those things that he had coming out like that, didn't they shoot lasers out?
0: Of course it was the nineties.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything shot lasers out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everything had lasers coming out of it. But yeah, Alistair Smythe, uh, uh, I believe he was a bit more dangerous in the comics than he was in the TV show. All the villains in the, the 90s uh, Spider-Man cartoon were like dangerous the first time they were introduced. And then after that, they were kind of jokes, yeah. um, which uh, that's like a common cartoon trope, though. It's not his fault. Uh, we have not gotten anything in the chat yet. No, we haven't. It makes me sad. Uh, Yeah.
1: We can, uh, uh, I
0: will address Ben's question. I don't know any Linda Ronstadt yet at all. Uh, probably.
2: <laughs> oh, there's Wyatt's number five. Wyatt? Wyatt's number five is the Flash, Barry Allen.
0: He did get his powers through science.
2: Nice.
0: Yeah, nice. Uh, a couple of times, actually, because in Flashpoint, he recreated the science experiment that gave him his power so that he could get back to the main timeline uh, and set things right. Uh, Which I I am curious as to the Flash film, if he's going to end up back in, whenever he ends up in the alternate world, if he's going to be without powers like he was in Flashpoint, or if he's going to keep his powers when he gets there. I don't know. Uh, Uh,
2: We guess some more now in the comments. uh, Uh, Billy Rhodes, uh, number five, is Edward from Full Metal Alchemist. Even though there are some creative liberties taken with science.
0: Absolutely. Uh, The the beautiful thing with the uh, Full Metal Alchemist is the uh, Uh, law of equivalent exchange, which is an actual scientific principle, um, but used in a magical sense where you cannot, uh, you know, create something out of nothing. You have to be able to sacrifice something in order to create anything. Uh, And Fullmetal Alchemist is a great... uh, uh, Deontay, to answer your question, top five characters. It doesn't always have to be video game or it doesn't always have to be comic book or movie superheroes. Um, But uh, yeah, so Fullmetal Alchemist, one of my favorite anime of all time. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think that's a that's an incredible character.
2: Uh, Shiva's number five is Hank Pym.
0: Yes, Hank Pym, Ant Man himself, the uh, original comic book wife beater. Uh, he, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, was uh, ha- has been almost unusable in comic book medium uh, since the issue in the seventies, whenever he slapped Janet. Uh, while while in a uh, mental break. And, uh, you know, uh, he's been the uh, scientist supreme of the Marvel Universe. Um, he started uh, an Avengers Academy. He, um, he's been Ant-Man a handful of times in and out, you know, interchangeably with Scott Lang. Uh, and also a founding Avenger. Uh, Hank Pem is in, uh, one, of, one of the biggest comic characters of all time.
1: Let's see. Oh, I love Ben's. Ben <laughs> Stewart's number five is Flubber yeah yeah i believe i didn't think of that like that that's such a great one
0: so i have to wonder ben are you talking about the robin williams uh flubber movie or the original uh, nutty professor with uh jerry lewis you can answer that in the the comments
2: f in the chat for robin williams
0: f in the chat for robin williams
2: deontay's number five is nimrod
0: Nimrod the Super Sentinel, uh, created as a ever-evolving version of a Sentinel who is indestructible and is uh, the strongest of all of the Sentinels that have been created in, uh, well, at least in the 90s X-Men. Uh, I think in the comics he's, you know, came and went a few times. Uh, but yeah, Nimrod's, in, Nimrod's a great character. Nimrod is actually the name, uh, you, when you think Nimrod, you think of the ty- the Looney Tunes where they use it as an insult for someone who's stupid. Um, but it actually, Nimrod is the name of a legendary hunter from some kind of mythology. I, I oh. want to say Whitman, maybe possibly Greek. Billy can probably tell me. Um, but, uh, it's actually the name of a, a legendary hunter. Hmm. Uh, Ben says the Robin Williams flubber. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Uh, love that movie. Uh, and deontay had just recently watched it, or Wyatt just recently watched it. Cool. Uh, my number five is the Atom. Uh, from DC Comics. Uh, powers similar to uh, Ant Man can uh, shrink and grow in size. Uh, science-based uh, powers and abilities. Um, and he is a long-standing and very early member of the Justice League. Uh, but uh, and I, I believe, and I could be wrong. But I do believe the Adam predates Ant Man in, in the comics. Blake, what's your number four?
1: Number four. See Ant-Man, Scott Lane, because he doesn't beat his wife <laughs>
0: <laughs> yet. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh. But uh yeah, uh man, I love Ant Man. I'm I'm super pumped. And I really love what they've done with him in the MCU. Like uh and the and the person they used, you know. I, I know there was a lot of talk when Paul Rudd first came out. It was Tony's gonna be Ant Man. We're like, my God, Paul Rudd's funny as hell. But isn't that a little too much comedy for what so far we have in the MCU? And really, I would like to say Ant Man's probably one of the, the first successful, really comedy movies that they were perfectly blend seriousness in a continuation with the storyline, but had a, a great amount of comedy in it. Uh, honestly, now uh, Paul Rudd being, you know, well, we're about to, well, more than three movies in, but three solo movies at least about him uh couldn't a, i can't picture another or better person better to play it man Scott Lang.
0: i can't imagine someone better to go up against an immortal character like kang than the immortal uh uh paul rudd yeah it's, a, it's <laughs> oh, perfect This it's true
2: this
1: is so yeah. true
0: yeah uh, that was paul great rudd doesn't <laughs> age king uh is uh of is, time. well yeah but also he's uh uh eternal uh, mm-hmm. Kang, Kang uh, there's eternal numbers of Kang that exist in the multiverse. Um, so you can never really eradicate or get rid of Kang as a threat. He's always somewhere just waiting to jump to your timeline. Right. Uh, Landon, what do we have in chat?
2: Wide Hickman's number four is Hulk.
0: Yes. The. Uh... Oh, don't don't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Keep it all going.
0: Wyatt, thank you for your addition to the list. <laughs> I thought something was wrong with the stream. I'm no, really like, no, what? no, no. What? Right,
2: lose audio? Next, number four. <laughs> That's funny. Billy Rhodes, number four is Doc Brown, Back to the Future.
0: Yeah. Uh, Doc. Great uh, Scott. Yeah. Doc, you stole from the Albanians? <laughs> I don't know. My best, Marty. <laughs>
2: Shiva Patel's number four is Black Panther, King T'Challa, and Shuri.
0: Yes, both science-based characters. Thank you for understanding the assignment, Shiva. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Uh, the the use of vibranium in a way to uh, create uh, the armor, and then the uh, heart shaped uh, heart shaped fruit in order to give uh, them their uh, um black panther abilities which is uh,
1: now being created by science created man.
0: by science absolutely yeah. so yeah printers, definitely get us one uh, of those. yes yeah we need yeah like a, a one that can uh 3d print living things
1: organic matter yeah.
0: yeah i can't think of how that would be misused at all
2: me neither <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> ben stewart's number four is a mega man mostly zero though because he's cooler
0: you're not wrong Uh, you know, blondes have more fun. Uh, people love zero. Uh, my favorite version of Mega Man is for Mega Man X though. The, the, the white armor with, the like blue highlights, uh, his, I, I, Mega Man X just had such cool powers compared to like the original Mega Man games.
1: I love the Mega Man. Like I'm not really like educated on all the details of it, but that's just one care. What cartoon really sticks out from my childhood. Yeah. Always enjoyed watching.
0: Yeah. Mega Man's fun. And an incredibly difficult game. Really? Yes.
2: Uh, Deontay's number four is Master Chief.
0: Yes, Master Chief, a future version of Captain America, um, a super soldier with uh, abilities far beyond that of the average man, uh, and an an incredible character from an incredible video game uh, voiced by an incredible badass. Uh, Everything about Master Chief is cool, man. I mean, you say Halo, and when you say it, You don't picture like the Halos from Halo, you picture Master Chief. Like Master Chief is, uh, he's like the Mickey Mouse of video games now. Cool. Uh, (laughs) My number four is The Doctor from uh, Doctor Who. Uh, Definitely a science-based character. He uses his own intellect uh, and scientific know-how to get out of situations and to solve problems. Uh, Sometimes it's real world science. Uh, sometimes it's completely made up science fiction science, but either way, he's a, the, the enduring legacy of doctor who is a great uh, indicator of how incredible that character is that, that he's been around since the early sixties and is still uh, uh, relevant and still being talked about and still a series that people look forward to coming out every season. So Thank you. I love doctor who Blake, you're number three.
1: Number three, Incredible Hulk. Uh, Bruce Banner gets his powers from a a gamma radiation accident. Uh, Although it's, you know, to debate that there was something still inside of him uh, that other people didn't have. But uh, the gamma uh, radiation explosion kind of, you know, released that uh, and created uh, the Hulk, as we know, and the the monster. And, man, uh, I've always liked the Hulk. Uh, but he's never really been, like, in my top anything. I mean, I liked him. But then when you had me read the Immortal Hulk series, man, poof, like, literally a whole different love and appreciation and respect for the character of the Hulk. Like, my God, like, you were right. Like, literally, I don't think I, I will ever read a series that was as interesting as that. Uh, as fun as that and is good. and nobody's read it, I strongly suggest to read the Immortal Hulk series.
0: It's one of my favorites, but it's also a great example of somebody taking a character, changing them for mm-hmm. the better, and telling a story that um, honors the uh, history, all of the Marvel Comics history that Hulk had. Mm-hmm. But tells him in a new light and uh, it, it happens from time to time. Uh, some great examples are Frank Miller's uh, Dark Knight Returns and uh, his run on Daredevil, uh, Born Again, which we're specifically going to be getting uh, in in uh, on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever read uh, All Star Superman, uh, that's an incredible retelling of Superman's whole story. Uh, and, and it's so good. Uh all-Star Batman, not so great. There's some great moments in in there, but uh, Frank Miller is not at his finest there. But...
1: Do you have the All-Star Superman series?
0: I have the movie on DVD. I'm, I don't have the comics.
1: Oh, there's a, there's a movie? Is it like uh, animation?
0: Yeah, there's an animated film. Oh, I need a yes, thank you. Swamp Thing, when Alan Moore relaunched Swamp Thing, is a great example of honoring the origins of the character, but also telling it in a very different way. And it's, it's actually very similar to to the way they did Immortal hulk they they turned him from uh, a goofy uh you know a camp co- comic character into a, a horror character mm-hmm. um and it worked really well so yeah great Sorry. example of that uh landon what do we have in chat
2: why hickman's number three is professor x yeah <laughs> uh, that's a mutant
0: Yeah, Wyatt, uh, you don't really see Professor X doing much science-based stuff. He has scientists that do stuff for him, you know, which is why he keeps uh, Beast around. But uh, he doesn't do a lot of science himself, really.
2: Shivam Patel's number three is Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers.
0: Uh, Yes, so the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel, I wouldn't really say that her powers are science-based. She was hit by a beam uh, that imbued her with the powers of uh, the previous Captain Marvel um so it depends it
1: could be thor's what thor calls science
0: that's true um you know magic is just uh science that hasn't been explained yet so but by that logic you could have used any character for this list so no she- <laughs> that <one> doesn't work
2: <laughs> deontay lifters number three is hulk
0: yeah uh and for all the reasons that we listed when blake said it uh but even better because the de- Dante said it.
2: Ben Stewart's number three is Miss Frizzle for reasons.
0: Yeah, that that absolute dump truck that Miss Frizzle has. That's the reason.
2: Redheaded dump truck. There you go. Yeah.
0: That's everything you need. And she'll bring her lizard. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Rusty Venture, the father for oh, we've got a number three in there.
2: Shefum corrected himself. Uh, Shivam Patel's new number 3 is Vision correction.
0: <laughs> yeah, Vision is a great example of a character created by science literally. His entire yeah. body is science. Uh so yeah, Vision uh you know, in the comics his origin is a little different from what it is in the uh movies, but they were close enough. Like you still get the idea. He's a he's an android uh with the uh with human emotions and thoughts and like he's a true AI and uh you know, he's been one of the biggest most powerful members of the Avengers for a very long time. So now that's a pizza party to attend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right,
0: what we, what's that a reference to? I don't get it. <laughs> Someone okay. help me.
1: Nah, I'm <laughs> gonna be honest. With I'm, not, I'm not getting it. That's this part where we just nod our head. Grand Danny, oh, uh, nice Ben. That's uh, a yeah. good.
0: That was a good comment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Danny,
1: what's your number three?
0: My number three is Rusty Venture from the Venture Brothers. He's the father of the two Venture Brothers uh, of the title. Um, He is the son of a super scientist who spends all of his time trying to live up to his father's legacy, and he fails miserably, and he's a miserable excuse for a scientist, but he still manages to get himself in a lot of trouble and do a lot of crazy shit, and uh, one of my favorite characters from the Venture Brothers, definitely. Nice. Nice. Oh, the pe- yeah, Miss Frizzle. Hell yeah. I would go to that pizza party. Thank you, Ben. I'm sorry. <laughs> we got all rusty for Miss Frizzle, and then we forgot. <laughs> uh, Blake, you're number two. Number three,
1: Hank McCoy. Yes, Hank McCoy is a mute. But then Hank McCoy was experimenting with science to actually try to get rid of his mutation, which then actually created the Blue Fury Beast because it literally went the opposite direction that he was attempting to go. And that's actually what created uh, the Beast as we know and love today. So, yeah, uh, yeah, Hank McCoy, I've I've always been a huge Beast fan. And, uh, oh, I couldn't have picked a a better person, I think, to play Beast in in, uh, Kelsey Grammer. Uh, I I love just his his look of the Beast, his charisma, his accent. I think it is.
0: Kelsey Grammer was perfect casting for Beast and then a terrible movie to put him in. Yeah, like, I really he did li- not
1: get the screen time he deserved, or or the character, uh, his character didn't get screen time he deserved. Honestly,
0: yeah, absolutely. Because even just like he sounded like the '90s beast, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. that voice is very similar yeah. to Kelsey Grammer's actual voice. Yeah. And then the costume was like really good. They did a great job. Yeah, yeah.
1: For it being that, for it being back in the early 2000s, I, I loved it.
0: Between that and the the uh, first class series of movies uh beast that's still the better one mm-hmm. even though the other Beast oh, yeah. got way more screen time yeah 100
1: because i think i mean even though i like the, the first class beast like it just doesn't didn't have that that look it, get, it had more of a newer comic version of the beast i've seen in some of these other x-men comics but i, I like the, the classic beast look
0: i would love to see a an x-men film that got into the x-men and then a sequel that got into some of their like villains and some of their backstories and then something that did Age of Apocalypse where we which that'll be compared to multiverse stuff, multiverse of madness, uh, you know, the uh, uh, flashpoint. But the, the idea that there's a whole other world and then when they come forward, uh, some of those characters survive into the main universe living alongside the, the the original characters, because I would love to see Dark Beast and Beast on the same screen uh because that's uh dark beast was a character in the age of apocalypse and it was uh it was hank mccoy but he had no um no uh understanding of like uh, morals and so he would experiment on anyone he did all sorts of awful things to all sorts of people he was uh uh Apocalypse is number one scientist and uh, whenever they ended the uh, Age of Apocalypse universe Dark Beast survived into the main uh, Marvel universe and has been an ongoing and he repeatedly pops up villain uh, in the Marvel comics uh, so you have you have a good and evil version of Hank McCoy oh, Universe, nice. yeah
1: huh.
0: and the, the big difference between the two do you know no don't. No, tell me uh, so regular Beast has blue fur Dark Beast has black fur that's it that's it. <laughs> That's it. He's aptly named. Uh, but anyway, uh, what else we got in chat?
2: Wide Hickman's number two is Ultron.
0: Yes. Uh, Ultron, originally created by Hank Pym in the comics, uh, created by Tony Stark and uh, uh,
1: uh, Bruce Banner.
0: Bruce Banner. That's the name I was trying to think of. Uh, Tony Stark and Bruce Banner in the Age of Ultron movie. Uh, Either way, he's a killer robot who uh, spent two minutes on the uh, spent a minute on the Internet and decided that uh, human beings needed to be wiped off the face of the Earth. And I don't blame him.
2: (laughs) Billy Rhodes. Number two is Data from Star Trek. The next generation.
0: Yeah, absolutely. One of the greatest science based characters of all time. Data is the reason Data and uh, Picard is the reason the next generation was good. It's the reason that I tuned in week after week for every episode. Those are the two best Star Trek characters ever. Don't come up in here with your Spock and Kirk, okay? <laughs> Spock's all right. But Data and Picard, legendary. Hmm. Blake, do you uh, agree or disagree on that? Yeah. Not a Star Trek fan. Okay, cool, cool. cool yeah, cool,
1: I, cool. so I grew up uh, when I was younger. My So my dad was a huge Star Trek fan when uh, Patrick Stewart, that, that series...
0: So next generation.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. So that I grew up watching that, and as a kid, I don't know why, but it really didn't appease to me. It, it kind of made me think of uh, more of a soap opera in space. Uh, so, like I don't know why. It's just mentally, my brain was not here for it. I was a big Star Wars and Marvel person, and so. But now, as I got older, uh, and y'all may trash talk these, I'm not sure everybody's opinion on these, but I did start watching the new movies with Chris Pine. You know, as the Star Trek came out. And actually, it, it, it drew my interest to watch those. So actually, I have plans to go back now, now that I'm older, and, and watch a lot of old Star Trek, but I haven't been able to yet.
0: So the the newer Star Trek films, the the Brian Singer Star Trek, um, they're they're all right. Uh, the first one's pretty good. Uh, they kind of lose the thread. The the second and third one, I don't even think I've seen the third one. Uh, the second one, the big thing was that uh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character wasn't Khan, but it totally was con and you know that was the internet was excited about that but the movie's not great uh and uh there's just not as much history or world building in that line Mm -hmm. than that timeline as compared to the uh original series the movies and next generation um and then the subsequent uh, star trek series after that like there's not a star trek series that really is so bad that you need to skip it they're all good
2: okay Um, yeah nice Deontay Lifters number two is Cyborg.
0: Cyborg is uh, a great character from all the, uh, you know, Teen Titans, uh, the original comic book Teen Titans, and then the Teen Titans cartoon show, which was so good. uh, uh, Billy really liked the third Chris Pine Star Trek, the. First was the necessary origin story. I didn't watch, uh, the second was really bad. Okay, I didn't watch the third one, Billy, but I, I will take your word for it and I will eventually get around to watching it. It's not a, not, not that I'm avoiding it. Uh, Cyborg, awesome. Uh, Cyborg as a character has been, uh, he, he's been a sidekick with no, no uh, main superhero to follow because uh, he was in Titans, um, or the original Teen Titans team. Uh, he's hugely popular all through the 70s, 80s, uh, not so much in the 90s, but then going forward. So I loved the idea that the DCU wanted to make him a main part of the Justice League. Um, and uh, I, I feel like they did a better job with him in uh, Doom Patrol than they did in the Snyderverse movies. Um, but still a great character. Just He's just fun. Uh,
2: Shivan Patel's uh, number two is Cyborg or Gideon AI.
0: I know Cyborg. I don't know Gideon. Does anybody know? Wave Rider, DC Legends? Oh, okay. So that's the. Is that a ship? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's the AI on the ship. Look at Heather coming oh, K- 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 look
0: K- at that She just swooped Ooh, in and that saved that me. Sense. Yeah. I had no uh, idea either. <laughs> so yeah, all the reason, all the things about Cyborg. Very cool character. Incredible abilities uh, granted by the Mother Box. Uh, you know, mostly sonic powers, uh, but very cool. I've always loved stories where Gaines uh, Walker from Magic the Othering, don't worry, I got it. You're thanks, down. thanks, Ben. That's not uh, that's not what Shivam was talking about, but I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, what else we got in the chat?
2: Ben Stewart's number two is Brain from Pinky uh. and the Brain.
0: I mean, the brain says it all. He's a uh, he's an incredible genius with the ability to change the world and rule the world. You know, he gets sidetracked by Pinky, uh, who, you know, is just his best friend. You know, and sometimes that happens. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Uh, but dude, I love Pinky in the Brain.
1: I do too. I forgot about yeah. that.
0: <laughs> I just randomly th- sing the theme song. Sometimes it just pops in my head. Can't get rid of it.
2: Brain, brain, brain. brain.
0: Is that everything we got in chat? Uh,
2: yeah, that's everything from chat.
0: Fantastic. Uh, my number two is Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Uh, he does a ton of science. Uh, and and they do a really good job of basing the things he says in real science. Um, obviously he's a play on Doc Brown. Uh, from Back to the Future, which was uh in Billy's list. Uh, but also just. Uh, you know, Justin Roiland being a huge piece of shit aside. uh, Rick, Rick is an incredible uh, character. He's fun. He, you know, fourth wall breaking, uh, but still like very conscious of like who he is as a human being. He understands that he's a piece of shit, but he also loves and cares about his family. Um, He's uh, you know, Rick's great. He's, he's got layers, man. He's like an onion. (laughs) Blake, would you be so kind as to give us, your number one,
1: yeah. My uh, my number one's Captain America, Steve Rogers. My man, yeah, does a right. lot of science, yeah, literally, that's, that's how he got everything. <laughs> All science that created powers. So that's our top five ish. That was yeah. That's the (laughs) list we were making. (laughs) But uh, no, man, I love Cap. Everything he stands for, everything he is, like all of it. I don't know. He's besides uh, Wolverine. You know, he's my number two. So
0: yes, uh, uh, weapon one, uh, the the beginning project that led to the eventual weapon X project, which gave right. us Wolverine's adamantium claws. So you got to give it to, to cap for helping create the greatest superhero of all time. And, uh, then you've also like captain America is, he's the best of, of everything. He's the best of everything that a human being can be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And,
1: uh, I just love his moral standpoints and how he just stands firm, you know, on yeah. his, his own personal beliefs and stuff and how, how he values things.
0: Right. The, the the great thing about Captain America is that um, the the rules aren't necessarily right. Right is right. It does not matter what the law is. It doesn't matter what um, popular opinion is. At the end of the day, right is right, and it doesn't change. And neither does he. You know, that's that's what he stands for. Unwavering. Yep. Uh, it's it's a strength that most people will never achieve in their lifetime, and Captain right. America achieved it at you know sixteen years old.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, as a tiny, scrawny human being, you know, like he, he, this is you know pre-super soldier serum. This is just who he was. He can uh, do it all day. So. Yeah, absolutely. He can do this all day. <laughs> Landon, what do we got in chat?
2: Shivam Patel's number one is Iron Man, Tony Stark. There isn't a single mistake that he hasn't learned from scientifically.
0: Yeah, Yeah. except for what happens when he gets to the bottom of that bottle. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's not fair. He's 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 a recovered alcoholic in the comics, but uh, uh, yeah, Uh, Tony Stark uh, in the list of science-based powered superheroes, he's probably pretty much the top of the list. Like he's uh, Iron Man has. As much as I don't go out of my way to read comics that are about uh, um, uh, uh, corporate espionage, my God, my brain is giving up on me today. Uh, I I still love the the legacy of of Iron Man starting out with the you know the the original armor, the then the gold armor, and then the modern armor that we're all kind of more familiar with the the red and gold. Uh, from the, uh, the Iron Man cartoon series and then the one that they emulated for the Avengers movie. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, Iron Man is a great example of how as science evolves, the character can evolve. His armor can evolve. Everything about Tony Stark evolves mm-hmm. based on what we're cu- the current edge of technology is for us as a people.
2: Billy Rhodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Billy Rhodes, GLaDOS from Portal. GLaDOS. GLaDOS. That's the robot, right?
2: Uh, Yes, that is the main antagonist from the Portal uh, series. Yeah. Um, that's a game, right? They, yes. <laughs> I've actually yes. played this. <laughs> Portal's a game.
0: Uh, talks about cake, uh, and then there's no cake. The cake is a lie.
2: Taunts the protagonist all the way through the levels.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then there's some theory that Glado- GLaDOS is actually a person turned upside down inside of the... A a robotic shell,
2: uh, Hmm. yes, there's a bit of art that somebody drew somewhere that showed that, and I believe there was also like some files hidden away in like one of the games that had like a woman screaming while a man was like, No, we need to do this, this is for an experiment, yada yada, (laughs) (laughs) you know, uh,
0: yes, (laughs) uh.
2: Wyatt Hickman's number one is Reed Richard well I think that's more yeah
0: that's
1: created from cosmic event and science so.
0: well yes Reed did not get his powers through science but Reed is the MCU's premier super scientist. he is uh, he while well, his stretching ability came from being uh, bombarded with cosmic rays um, the suits that stretch along with their power so that they don't have to be naked to use them uh created out of reed science sure. uh the the uh time platform that reed creates to be able to travel through time
1: fantastic
0: or it's science the fantastic car uh you know uh everything in the baxter building you know uh it what's the robot they have herbie and herbie oh, um uh, sure. Anyway, uh, their robot butler, you know, uh, Reed is, I mean, he's the head of the Illuminati, which is a team of super smart, intelligent, hyper-intelligent individuals. Uh, uh, it started as a small science project, though. That's also true, Wyatt. He's absolutely right. They were using science uh, whenever they ended up getting bombarded with the cosmic rays. So,
1: sure, yeah, true, for sure.
0: Very, very sciencey, Wyatt. Absolutely. Can't wait to see him on screen again oh. uh, whenever they reveal whoever is playing him.
1: Well, we
2: all, Krasinski, I mean, come on now. It better be. (laughs) Deontay Lifters, number one is Brainiac.
0: Brainiac, the uh, sentient life form from, uh, I forget the name of their planet. Uh, But anyway, uh, he's, uh, I I don't know that you really see Brainiac doing a lot of science. He's just kind of a scary, evil science-based enemy that superman has but definitely i mean he fits the bill ben, Stewart.
2: <laughs> ben stewart's 1b is the iron giant and his 1a is dr manhattan and his big blue long <laughs>
0: yes so uh the <laughs> iron giant uh it, it, correct me if i'm wrong it's been a minute since i've watched iron giant but he was sent to earth to destroy it right like he's from an alien planet it's similar to superman long
1: time since i've seen it
0: yeah uh and, and and he got brain damage uh and he couldn't remember what he was sent there to do and then he befriended a little boy and then became a superhero instead of a villain he's actually it's funny that uh the iron giant uh, uh deontay's changing his number one to big blue Shalong. thank you deontay <laughs> uh, it's funny the iron giant uh puts an S shield on his chest and like pretends to be Superman, but his origin is far closer to, uh, Goku from Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z than it is, uh, than it is Superman. He, uh, he was sent there to destroy earth. He got a head trauma, uh, forgot who he was supposed to be. Tra- was trained by someone on earth and then became earth's biggest hero that's Goku's story, not Superman's just saying. Uh, and then Dr. Manhattan uh, from the Watchmen universe. Uh, yeah. Uh, everything about him is science. Like his, he, he was created out of science His uh, a scientific mistake. Very similar to Bruce Banner. Um, he's the only real superhero in that universe. Everybody else doesn't have powers like he does. Um, and he's a living God. Like Dr. Manhattan isn't is, I mean, he's unbeatable. He's hey, unstoppable. Throw, throw Billy Rose
1: comment up there. <laughs>
0: Doctor, number number two, and your number one for sure. (laughs) Uh, What else we got?
2: Uh, sensei which kings number one yep is rocket raccoon
0: yeah uh, rocket uh, builds a lot of bombs and if, if if science has done one thing right in the time that it's been in existence it's build giant fucking bombs I mean
1: well, also uh, rocket was created by science
0: that's true he does yeah the uh, the high evolutionary created uh, rocket as an experiment um, and uh, yeah everything about rocket is science for sure
2: Let's see. Yep. I believe that's it.
0: Okay. Uh uh Billy uh while Ozzie Ozzie uh is a super genius, he doesn't actually have any abilities. Um uh, he's just really smart and good at fighting. Uh he's trained in you know a lot of martial arts and stuff. He's like he's closer to like Batman. Uh and you know, Batman's superpower is winning. So maybe that's what Ozzie power is, but that would be about it, Blake. Do you want to hear my number one?
1: Let's hear your number
0: one. Obviously, or oddly enough, out of uh, for my number one on this list of science-based superheroes comes from the DC universe, um, and he's a version of Superman. Uh, it's Steel, uh, John Henry Irons, the uh, Cadmus, the former Cadmus scientist who uh, faked his death and then became a construction worker, and then during the death of Superman, created what is. Marvel's version of Iron Man, which is a steel super suit that allows him to fly and lift things high, far beyond his his physical strength. And he had a big ass hammer uh, that also flew that would help him fight people, which he was named after John uh, John Henry Irons, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the famous uh, char- uh, American character that uh, fought against a train and then died uh, defeating a train in tunneling. Uh, so didn't
1: Shaquille O'Neal also play him in a bad '90s movie. Oh
0: my God! Yes. So they did make a steel film uh, starring Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, they he didn't <laughs> he didn't fly. <laughs> uh, his face was exposed, which is something that steel doesn't do. Um, he didn't have a Superman cape, and uh, he did have the hammer. So there was there was that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, as far as superhero films go, that's right up there with the Halle Berry Catwoman. Uh, (laughs) So it's it's pretty rough, but uh, the the character in the comics is incredible. Uh, Steel is out of the four supermen that took up the banner. Whenever uh, uh, Superman died, he's the only one that isn't didn't have any superpowers, but stood toe to toe with other supermen. And him and Superboy, out of the four of them, are the only two that didn't become villains. So.
1: Why it mm. says they couldn't find uh, something big enough to cover his face?
0: <laughs> I don't think it's his face you got to worry about. It's probably his big blue schlong. <laughs> anyway, that has been our top five for this week. Uh, if you have any other ones we missed, you want to throw in the comments? We will uh, we'll address them as they come up. Uh, our top five for next week, Blake. What do you think? Uh, mm. We'll be we'll have seen Ant Man by then. Sure. Nope. Uh, um, but we did do this science based on the idea that we were going to go see Ant-Man. So let's do. Do you think? I know that we've done a list similar to this before, but do you think like top five variants going into you know knowing there's going to be multiple Ant-Man's, multiple Kangs, or yeah,
1: variant of a char- of a character? Yeah, your favorite variant of a character are there throughout the comics.
0: A ton. I mean, they're. Uh, yeah, they both both Marvel and DC are known for creating alternate universe versions of their characters. So yeah, and, and
1: we could even use like multiple variants of one character, right?
0: Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, let's do so it. So let's do top variants. five variants. Yeah. Top five favorite diseases, uh, Billy. The that that would be a good one uh, too. Uh, but let's yeah, we did do that with Frog Ben. You are correct. Actually, we did it with Loki season two. We did top uh, five variants. Thank you, Ben. See, when you do the show long enough, you start to overlap lists. Uh, so let's do top five.
1: Mm.
0: What about top five characters from a zombie film series or video game?
1: Yeah, great idea. Charac- and oh, we'll do that. Yep.
0: Yeah, we'll do that uh, in uh, you know in honor of The Last of Us uh, being so I like good. That. You like that? Okay, well, cool. Good. That's what we're gonna do. Top five characters from zombie uh, media, uh,
1: yep. from cool. comics, movies, shows, games, whatever.
0: So we had a lot of trailers come out during the Super Bowl. Well, not as many as I was hoping. Honestly, there was a few. There was a few good ones. The the Flash trailer, which we talked about, uh, uh, Guardians. the Guardians, Volume Three. That's what I was getting to. Uh, so that's coming out soonishly.
1: Yeah. Hey, Ben, care? Looked that up. Uh, I, I, I know it's
0: it. it's in a, it's like the next couple months right it's dropping it's not june. far behind yeah may or june uh but so I think we got more of, june, don't they? we got more of herbert windham um we got a younger version of the high evolutionary in the trailer as well as the current version um we saw a little bit more of like i'm pretty sure Drax is gonna die in this film
1: i'm pretty sure rocket's gonna die too
0: I, I feel like that's a misdirect. I think Rocket's gonna survive.
1: There's one part though where like Quill's like hovering over a medical table and you see hoses coming up, but you don't get to see what it is. I mean, tears in his eyes, screaming no. So Peter's Quill's hovering over somebody I think on a medical table that flatlines.
0: What if it's Gamora, dying I, again?
1: I, I don't think they're gonna go that route just because they've already went the route <laughs> of her dying once.
0: That'd be crazy. That uh, be what crazy. about what about the thing with him? Uh, Finally realizing that. What's uh, Kevin Bacon? Do <laughs> what? Uh, what if it is Kevin Bacon?
1: That's what I was going to uh, say.
0: Yeah. What about him looking in Nebula's eyes and being like, I just never noticed how black your eyes were?
1: Dude, I died. I did. That's something I did not expect, but I freaking died when that new clip came out on the uh, on Super Bowl commercial.
0: Yeah, that was a great little. uh. Ending to that trailer for sure. It, it's, sound uh, like me. it sounds more like her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do, okay. Uh, do you think that uh, Quill and Gamora are going to be together again by the end of the film?
1: I don't know, man. I, really I mean, don't
0: it, know. I think he's going to spend the whole movie trying to get her back into him.
1: I, I do think that, but like what they've shown us so far, it's not looking too good.
0: Oh, sh- well, throw that comment bended. Okay. I think it's going to be a science version of his mom the high evo- evolutionary took and remade now that'd be nuts that that'd be really be, nuts that
1: would be insane
0: yeah uh, what if there's a, uh, a uh, an animal version of Quill on the on the planet uh, on the beast world planet and uh, he meets him and they become best buddies and they're super happy and then he the he brother dies. he never had yeah. <laughs> well, I mean he just got a sister so yeah you know who you also don't see much of in the trailer? Mantis. It's
1: true. It's
0: Mantis true. is barely in that trailer.
1: Here, maybe three different shots. Yeah.
0: Yes. Uh, let's see. It's Bucky's arm on the medical table. That's <laughs> that's a good one, Billy. Uh, <laughs> and, what, uh, and it's giving like the worst hand job ever. <laughs> that's why Quill's screaming and crying. Ah. Uh. But yeah, probably Drax. Uh yeah, I agree. Uh, but the thing with Rocket is like there's no reason to kill Rocket off.
1: True, because they're just now bringing in his love interest.
0: Well, that and he's not an actual person, like anybody could voice that character. You could right. recast Rocket with any actor that can kind of do the voice.
1: This 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 movie is supposed to be centered on him and his past and his story too, how they've kind of hinted on different of the characters throughout their series.
0: Yeah. But it's like when, when you think of reasons for killing off main uh characters in these shows and movies it's usually because like like uh you can tell who dies by the color of the text on the front cover i've seen that theory and i know that there's one uh logo that has drax's colors and there's another logo that has rocket's colors um so that's it's possible i just uh i don't i i, I think the whole thing with rocket is a misdirect because rocket could be around forever like and and he's like the him and groot are like the two little cute like plushies that they sell the most of from the guardians property
1: yeah marketing wise why would they do that
0: (laughs) it seems like they'd be shooting themselves in the foot if they killed rocket off like you said Uh, they they don't
1: have to worry about aging at all right Right. uh, actors aging
0: so right it's like hulk like you don't ever have to actually worry about anybody aging out of being the hulk you can just put a new person as Bruce Banner, because the Hulk's always going to be the Hulk. And you've got options. Like, you can always just switch over to doing the Amadeus Cho Hulk, and then you just cast a young Asian yeah. actor. And then when you switch back to Bruce Banner, you cast a new person to play Bruce, and then it's like, oh, they they brought Bruce back. You know, that's an easy one. Right. Um, But, yeah, Rocket, you know, th- th- doesn't exist. So I just think, I, I I doubt they kill him off. He's easy. He's easy to make, you know? Hope not. Uh, you uh, you think if Drax is just leaving the group, Deontay, that he's gonna go start his own uh version of the Guardians? Like he's gonna lead his own team off into space?
1: Or maybe uh, him and Mantis just run away. They want to start a new family after he's finally over his wife and kid getting killed.
0: Maybe, but yeah, I, I've got a. I I feel like they're probably are, and it wouldn't even be a big deal if they killed Drax off, right? Because in the comics, uh, it, Drax was a construction worker from Earth. Who died and his family died, and then his consciousness got put into the body of Drax the destroyer. And then yeah, completely away off
1: base from the MCU.
0: Yes, but they could still kill Drax off and, and put, put his in consciousness in a body that's stronger off. than the one he had before. Yeah.
1: Or or what if they literally well he said put him in a body stronger than the one he had before? Or what if they literally he dies and his consciousness gets transferred to a construction worker back on earth? And then and he just then, happens to be Dave Batista. Yeah, and he actually gets to live a normal life and restart his family on Earth and live happily ever after.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Uh they they've been teasing a Rocket Origin low-key. Uh yeah. And uh that yeah, I think that's the majority of what we're gonna see in, in at least a big part of this film is gonna be Rocket's Origin. At
1: least, at least a third of it. I Yeah. Hear you too.
0: yeah. Uh, and, and you know, we're meeting Rocket's daddy, like we met Quill's daddy. Right. You know.
1: Dude, High Evolutionary, by the way, is looking sick. Like yeah. his like skin stretched back on that uh, metallic skeleton or whatever, whatever it is. I'm not sure, but like that looks pretty sick. And then we have some uh, frames where he's actually completely solid skin. So I think we get to see the evolution of the High Evolutionary as well as he creates himself. Uh, so that's, I think it's going to look pretty cool.
0: I think it's really cool that we're getting the high evolutionary in the MCU r- before we're getting the X-Men so that whenever they introduce Mr. Sinister from the X-Men comics, we already have an established uh, evolutionary villain uh, so that it, it, you kind of have an understanding of what kind of evil he is prior to them introducing the most evil evolutionary villain from the comics, which is Sinister, Mr. Sinister.
1: How are you feeling also since we're getting a lot more uh, shots now of Adam Warlock? How are you feeling about him?
0: Uh, So I'm all over the place with Adam Warlock. I'm worried that he's just going to be a vision ripoff, that it's just going to be like he's young and doesn't know what he's doing. And he starts off, you know, he's kicking people's ass. And then they make some funny jokes. And then he realizes they're friends. And then he joins their team. Uh, I I just want
1: to see. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: No, you're fine. It's just Adam Warlock is such an incredibly powerful character um he's he's very much like another superman analog for the the marvel universe right. uh so seeing him showing up in the guardians and and i and you know he eventually becomes a guardian of the galaxy what that turn is going to look like in the movie you i know?
1: really want to see a scene to where maybe he helps them go do something uh like a heist or something for money because they need to do that to get somewhere else and literally when they get paid i just want to see him go you guys are getting paid <laughs>
0: that would be it's like i mean great callback i don't know how that kid went from looking so weird and we are the millers to looking like he does in, in yeah. this movie yeah or what a what a, 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 a what? character yeah yeah cool he still has
1: uh, a strong eyebrow game though
0: <laughs> and he does so we are gonna go see uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania tomorrow uh we will be at Warenberg theater here in cape so, at nine. Oh, we will be at Marcus theater here in Cape Girardeau at nine has been where for many years. Uh, if you want to join us, uh, come on up, we will be there hanging out before the movie starts. Uh, there should be a pretty good group of us. I think Blake bought like 16 tickets. Um, but, uh, Yeah. Come hang out with us. If you aren't uh, there to see it with us, uh, let us know after you see the film on our social media, what you thought of it, uh, how you felt about it. Uh, Maybe, maybe hold off on the spoilers for a day or two. But you know, I would love to get everybody's impressions on how the film was. Um, And if you have my number, text it to me, you know
1: and and next wednesday we will definitely be talking all about it
0: yes and we will break the film down next wednesday uh we will talk all about what we liked what we disliked ben will tell us all about how much he hates it hopefully uh,
1: some awesome post-credit scenes that just gets us super pumped for more future
0: yes uh, and yes mm -hmm. we need a really good post-credit scene on this one
1: we need them back like in phase one we need some phase one post-credit material
0: then i hear it's bad so. oh yeah
1: <laughs> well, just because rotten tomatoes gives it a 65 doesn't mean shit rotten tomatoes i i, I don't keep, i don't even go by that i do not care i mean rotten tomatoes said avatar was great
0: and it avatar wasn't
1: said, and it wasn't <laughs> i mean literally
0: it was uh you know three hours of uh three hour documentary about a move a world that doesn't exist and i don't give a shit about so that was fun <laughs> Um, but anyway, yes, uh, and Deontay uh, Phase Five Excellence—that's what we need. We need Phase Five Excellence in our lives. Uh, <laughs> uh, ben with the She-Hulk, Kate. Uh, uh, fantastic, Kevin Keith Ferguson is just waiting for the Infinity Watch. Uh, me too, my guy. Me too. Um, you didn't understand it. Thanks, Ben. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, For all of us here at Comically Inclined, uh, I think that's us. Blake, you good? I am good. Uh, Well, we will talk to you guys later.